Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, Bishop Clark uses 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1 through 7 as the foundation scripture for part one of the message, Use Your Spiritual Gift. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Spiritual gifts are supernatural empowerments given by the Holy Spirit to the followers of Christ so that we can do the work of building up the body of Christ that is the church of Jesus Christ and extend the kingdom of God throughout the world. So the gifts are miraculous faculties, supernatural empowerments that God gives us so we can build up the body of Christ uh, or the church of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ around the world. Um, I want to encourage you to identify and to use your spiritual gift. Identify and use your spiritual gift. So if I were to ask you what is your spiritual gift, you should be able to tell me. Actually, I'm thinking about discontinuing our spiritual gift assessment because people aren't they're, they're relying too much on the spiritual gift assessment, and I don't really see it producing the kind of harvest that it needs to produce. I think what we need to do is just get you off the pew, uh, out of the chair and the join of ministry. Uh, because some people are saying, well, the gift assessment says I should be working in hospitality, but you're really mean and don't like people. So because of that, you won't do anything. <laughs> so let's just take the gift assessment out and let's just see if we can work on personality. Uh, when you come to church, you're not coming to church for me to agree with you. You're coming to church to learn and to be inspired to do mighty exploits for the Lord. And sometimes you just got to get into it, uh, get into it. And once you get into it, God begins to show you where you need to go with it. Uh, too many of us are bench warmers and I need to activate you to engage. Actually, our theme for our men's conference next year is Engage. Uh, the Men's Advance Reloaded 2020 theme, Engage. And one of the things that we're going to try to do all next year is to get men to become more um, participants and not spectators to what God is doing. And that is many of us can view from the stands and critique what's going on in the field, but God wants us to get in the game. You can be a game changer if you'll just get into the game. And I want to uh, just help uh, those of us that are here today. We must begin to contribute. And this is not just finances. I'm talking about your body, your torque, your talent, your energy, your talents, and your gifts need to be employed. 
Again, the gifts are here to build up the church and extend the kingdom of God. Paul talked about it in the 14th chapter. I want to encourage you to go back and review the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians. We build up the body of Christ. No gift should be used to tear down anything. No gift should be used to tear down anything or anybody. The gift is always to build up. Now, there are times when we need to dismantle something. But we don't use a wrecking ball to do anything in the kingdom. We don't just knock down walls and tear up people's lives. What we try to do is to dismantle it or discontinue it. But it's always enveloped in the grace of God or with the grace of God. The mercy of God, kindness and the fruit of the spirit. Telling people off for no reason or just because we're agitated is not God's way. And if you find yourself doing it, let's ask for forgiveness and ask God to manifest some maturity in our lives so we can be better people and do what God has called us to do. So identifying and effectively using your spiritual gifts is our focus. Spiritual gifts are not being taught uh, in the local church or in uh, major conferences today is more empowerment like how do you get over your issue and how do you deal with this and you have you know you have gifts and you have talents there's something special in you but but you know I don't even hear Jesus name being preached the name of Jesus. I hear it at the end of the service. You know, you can come to Jesus. But I think I think on Wednesday night uh, we were sharing that it's important to see or look through your issue to see Christ. Uh, if you don't see him, don't trust the prophecy. If you don't see him through the storm. Uh, Job starts out in Job 3 saying, I cursed the day. The Bible said he spoke and said, I cursed the day that I was born. But in chapter 19, he says, I know that my redeemer lives. What, what changed? What, what changed in his life? It certainly wasn't his, his circumstances. He had the same sores. He had the same issues. He had the same setbacks that he had in chapter 3 when he cursed the day that he was born. But what changed was him was that the fact that he understood why he was being squeezed. The squeeze is not designed to kill you. It's to get out selfish ambition. To purify your intentions or to sanctify the intent of your heart. To then help you to know some things about God. There's some things you should know. And when we're kids, we have to be affirmed daily. Someone has to constantly tell us that they love us. Many of us didn't get it, and that's why we're adults, and when we don't get it every day, we feel left out. But in actuality, the older you get, the less you need affirmation. It is when you're in a mature, mature state that you become the affirmer, not the one who needs affirmation. And so spiritual gifts are not being taught self-helps because of our broken condition. But I believe God is, is surging now. In the local church to help us get back to the teaching that Holy Ghost is here to assist us to do mighty works for the Lord. Spiritual gifts are not being taught or emphasized much in the local church today. Yet their utilization, their function is crucial for the church to become functional. To function properly with power and influence today. 
You need the gifts so that the church would function with power or in God's power and influence. It will affect our society today when God's power and his influence are seen, felt, and known. Write it down. When the gifts are in operations, God's in operation, God's power and influence affects our society and world in a colossal way. In a hulking way. In a huge way. When the gifts are in operation. I think I shared it with you. Bondages are broken when the gifts are in operation. And shackles will be struck from every captive slave along our path. As we pilgrim through this barren land, shackle will be struck from every slave, every captive slave along our path. And when the captives are set free and become legion or many, then even Satan will begin to quake in his boots. A lot of time we hear the word legion in the Bible, we think of demons because that's what the devil said. The demons said when Jesus was about to cast off or out the evil spirit. That's what the enemy said when Jesus said, what is your name? He said, we are legion for we are many. But legion is not a, a demonic word. <laughs> it's, it's actually coming from the Roman army. It just means thousands. So this man had demons in him. Demonic spirits were on the inside. And what I'm believing God to do, so many slaves are going to be set free that the slaves will become legion. Or many. And if many of us, if many of us started operating in the gifts of of the spirit and start stop trying to do things in our own power we will see we will see the hand of God the power of God and the influence of God like never before in our lives glory to God I can't do this on my own and uh, my preaching is not going to do it alone we need you to begin to function in the Holy Ghost and function in the power of the gifts that God has given you so I'm stirring it up I'm stirring it up. If I need to lay hands on you, then I'll do that. But I'm stirring it up with this message. Amen. Amen. It's time for you to come into your own and mature. It's time for you to come into your own and mature. I welcome you. At my consecration, Bishop McLaughlin preached a powerful message. It was Merton, come suffer with us. And the older I get, the more that message unfolds in my life. I want to implore you, come work with me. You're going to go through some changes now when you stand up here, when you get on this side of the game. When you become a threat to the enemy's camp, you become a target. But come suffer with me. If I'm your pastor, if I'm your spiritual authority in the earth, if you get your direction from me, then come suffer with me. Stop dating me. Stop critiquing me. And come alongside of me. Once you get here, the game is going to change. 
I need you to be full of the Holy Ghost too now. And you, be, you need to be able to put on some armor because he's going to throw some darts at you. But I believe greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. Thank you, God. I need you to stand with me, to walk with me, to run with me. Let's hit this enemy's camp together. Instead of me trying to run through hell with a water pistol, trying to put out fire and flame. Pew, 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 pew. We need a fire hydrant now. <laughs> we need a fire hydrant. We need many of us with our water pistols. Pew, pew, pew. Man, we can tear down the enemy's camp. Paul taught that we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. Romans chapter 12 verse 6. As they put that on the screen, I want to teach a little bit because I have a lot of information I need to cover. We have different gifts, Romans 12. Many of us think about the gifts only out of 1 Corinthians 12. But Romans 12 gives us a whole variety of gifts that need to be in operation and functioning in the house of the Lord just as well. We have different gifts according to the grace given unto us. If a man's gift is prophecy, let him use it in proportion to his faith. Which simply means, based on our faith level, some will be more acute in that gift. They'll be more exact and more profound. But if you're in the realm of the prophetic, all you got to do is testify of Jesus. Jesus is Lord of all and you're operating in the prophetic when you say it. Jesus is coming back. Jesus saves. Jesus is going to change your life. Once you start saying that, you're in the realm of the prophetic. Then there are others that can take it and, and go to the next level with it. They can start talking about what Jesus plans on doing in the realm of the prophetic with a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge. Amen. And then to even foretell what's coming hereafter. But again, you may not be that far in your faith, but it doesn't mean you should be silent. Testify of Jesus. If you don't know how to greet, if you don't know what to say, just say, Jesus loves you. Jesus is going to put a smile on your face. <laughs> Jesus is going to get your face saved. <laughs> Jesus is going to stop you from being real, real mean and distant. Jesus is going to help you to draw closer to him and to his people. Jesus is going to help you to trust because you don't trust anybody. <laughs> Jesus is going to help you to invite people to your house. <laughs> got to clean it up first, though. Got to make sure it's clean. They will talk about you. <laughs> but Jesus will help you. Jesus is going to help you in your relationship. Jesus is going to take care. Jesus is going to take care of your loneliness. Jesus is going to work with you. Anything that you say that relates to Jesus, you're in the realm of the prophetic. You have to be real deep. Just testify according to your faith. In proportion to your faith. Thank you God. So uh, the spiritual gifts are found in three major chapters of the Bible. Uh, in these three separate passages. Take it down. That is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. All the way through chapter 14. Also. Romans chapter 12, we're in it right now. We just read out of it, out of verse 6. Many people start reading Romans 12 after they get to the second verse. 
and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why is he talking about that? Because he's trying to push you to use your gifts. And then Ephesians chapter 4, we have the ministry gifts. So those three passages, Romans chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 through 14, and Ephesians chapter 4, speaks of the spiritual gifts that the church should be operating in. Every church should have these gifts functioning in them. Now that's going to make people spooky uh, or think that the church is spooky when you start talking about gifts. But you're not supposed to see it in a spooky way. Ooh, that spooky stuff. Ooh, that speaking in tongues stuff. That's one gift. We're not talking about just speaking in tongues. Sha la 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 la. The church is bigger than that. Amen. The church is bigger than that. When I, I was raised Pentecostal, so I'm used to the tongue. That doesn't bother me. But people that were raised Baptist, as soon as somebody starts speaking in tongues, they start looking at them. Like, what is that? Don't worry about that. Keep your eyes on Jesus. That's one operation, one function of what God is trying to do. Amen. Let that person speak in tongues. I can help them if they're real loud with it and they just want to speak in tongues and never interpret tongues. But at the same time, some of us are in a different level of faith with our tongues. And that's why you can't judge those who never speak in it. You can't sit back and say, well, you may not have the Holy Ghost. Who told you that? The church you came out of that you have to speak in tongues to have the Holy Ghost? Really? Where did they get it from? That's those, that charismatic movement. That's less than 1% of the church body around the world. Less than 1%. Less than 1% of all Christians around the world. And you taking your doctrine, taking it to distant lands. Just like prosperity. Can you take prosperity to Haiti? I'm in Haiti. Okay, is it going to work down there? If it's the gospel, it'll work anywhere. It may be your strength. You may write books on it, but it doesn't mean God wants you to take it to every nation. Everybody's going to be rich. You go to Haiti, you can't say that. You got to teach people to work with what they have. Oh, help me, God. Okay, I'm trying to preach a balanced gospel because some people are attracted to only prosperity or prophecy or powerful gifts. When God wants to balance the church out with all of his miraculous faculties. You need more than prosperity because there are people who have money and they still mad and mean. Got all the money in the world. Still can't talk to them, won't trust anybody. Money can't buy love. You can still be alone. That's right, Stanley. You can still be alone. I miss his amen. I can hear him. Preach it. Tell him. <laughs> Tell them, Bishop. <laughs> Stanley Taylor's home. Thank you, Lord. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 6, and we'll go to that. We read out of Romans chapter. I'm amazed at how Paul uh, ties these chapters in together. In chapter 6, he talks about, of Romans 12, he talks about the gifts and how we should prophesy in proportion to our, in proportion to our faith. But here in Romans, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 12 and 6, look at what he says about the gifts. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works in all. Works in all of them 
works all of them in all men. So write it down. God the Father pours in the power. He's the one that pours in the power. God the Son assigns the ministries. So let's go back to verse 4 of this same chapter. I want you to see this. God the Father pours in the power. God the Son assigns the ministry. Holy Spirit gives out the gifts as he desires. So let's look at verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. Different kinds, just like different flavors of, of flowers or um, uh, different colors of flowers, different flavor ice creams. There are diversities of gifts, but one spirit, not two, but one, which, seem, which, which means if we all are functioning with this gift, we'll all have some type of commonality. We won't be so different that we can't function. Just like in our home, uh, my mother and father had six kids. Uh, my oldest brother, in terms of his height, is a little shorter than I am. When we were 13 and 14, I was the same height as he was. And then when I turned 15, I was a little bit taller than he was. But the same daddy. And my daddy wouldn't allow me to say, okay, because you're taller, that means you should be the oldest one. No, you stay in your lane. It doesn't matter how tall you are or how broad you are or how strong you are. You need to understand that your oldest brother is the firstborn and you can't take that away from it. Stay in your lane. Donna, shorter than both of us. Largest mouth. But the only girl. So we gave her favor. We gave her favor. She went in the bathroom, stayed an hour. We only had one bathroom in our house. She stayed in an hour. Mama said, let her stay in there. Because the girl needs time to make it work. You guys can sponge bath, bathe, but she needs to take time with it. I'm glad she taught us that. Instead of saying, all of y'all are the same. No, your sister is special. Man, womb, woman. She needs to be cared for. She has a little bit more to work with. Y'all simple. Eat a piece of bologna and, and, and go out and get a water hose. But the girl, she needs to be respected. You don't play with her rough. You don't wrestle with her. Y'all understand? I'm helping some people in here that think everybody, everybody's not the same. There are diversities, diversities, but same spirit, which means there's one father of all. And we should be in the same house. When you start seeing yourself combating the home, talking about what's in the home, it means you may not be a family member. Because there's some things father is not going to tolerate. Y'all follow me? So with diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Let's put it back on the screen. Verse four. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. Verse five. 
There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. That's Jesus. Jesus assigns ministries. Same Lord. Verse 6. There are different kinds of working. But the same power, same God works all of them in all men. And here we see the triune God at work with the gifts. One God, but the three persons within the God manifesting to make sure the church, the entire Godhead is involved in making sure the church is in power. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at thewordoftruth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2504. That's reference number 2504. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. I want to invite you to Truth Reveal International Ministries, uh, a place where we are in the business of saving souls. We strengthen families, we shape leadership, and we serve this generation. In coming to the church, I believe you're going to get a good, good worship experience. Your life will be transformed in the presence of God. But you're also going to get a word from God, a word that's going to impact your life for an eternal purpose. I want to encourage you to come out and visit with us. We don't meet strangers. We just love on the people of God. A smile and a handshake, pressing palms, and kissing our sons is what we do. We love you, and I'd like to see you soon. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.